need you to come to the unit right away. They were taking big chunks and shoving them in their mouths. What? Why would they They were like animals, and they sure as hell weren't like us anymore. Not with those eyes. The first time I saw them, I froze. Their bodies were littered with scars and bruises, and their eyes were glazed over. The news made it sound like these were people gone mad. But the way they moved made me think that these may not be people at all. My name is Tony Ray. I'm going to start this thing off selfishly. I'm yeah. sorry. I just started. No, uh, you you are the host. You are the guest host that will, you are the, the chosen one to start us off in this direction. Oh, so, man, yeah, and I am cool. honored. And I am honored. My name is Tony Ray. You hopefully remember my voice as your favorite character on We're Alive, uh, starting in season three, Tony Robbins. That's, you know, it's probably your favorite character. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. that out there. It's my favorite character. And uh, I was one of the soldiers in We're Alive, and uh, you'll be hearing my voice again for Gold Rush yeah. coming up real quick. So yeah, very Tony excited is, about Tony that. Tony is very, very busy working on another project with me, so it's going really well. And uh, Brian is also working on it, too. Brian, who we'll just jump to next because it conveniently came up. Yeah, yeah there's Brian. <laughs> he can cut to his own camera back there. How's that? He's, he gets a dedicated camera. Brian, That's how important Brian is. I- introduce and yourself, Brian. I'm Brian. I am new to LA. I came down here in November. I'm here to help Casey edit all kinds of crap. <laughs> <laughs> and you have been editing all kinds of crap so yep. far. What's yep. some of the stuff you've already edited? I have done a Theater for the Mind episode that was an absolute ton of fun to do, a sci-fi show. I've been playing around with that whole podcast itself, just kind of organizing it and getting that ready, preparing Gold Rush, going through for Gold Rush sound effects going through those scripts which are amazing by the way so yeah just all kinds of odds and ends trying to help out wherever i can cool yes yes and we got more in store we're going to probably show you a lot more stuff if you saw our patreon video we have a lot of footage in the bank that we have not done anything with casey put together that video so quickly (laughs) that was two days but it was like that's quick bad two days no and it was a good video dude i was really impressed i was like dude it's got some editing skills yeah it's been a while that's the first video i've edited probably in like Four, five years, maybe. It's well, like riding was, a bike. There you, you go. Fall yeah, off. you just dusted that. <laughs> I love. I mean, rust I I used to do films back in the day. I just it, it the visual community of it just burns you out after a while. I like yeah, yeah. audio. Audio is faster. For yeah, me. yeah, that's awesome. Graham. Yeah. Yes, we got Graham back here, who is one of our new Zinterns. <laughs> that's right. I'm I'm Graham Bechtel. I'm one of the Zinterns. I have actually a couple hats here at Wayland Productions. Zintern is the main one right now. I'm also your We're Alive archivist. So. I'm doing a lot of the background work here in the show in terms of like research and listening and putting together some of the stuff we're going to be talking about today. That's a big job of mine. I'm also going to be poking around, looking at learning some things and working on some of the other podcasts as well. I'm not quite sure which ones I'm going to be tabling with, but you know, I'm definitely getting excited for that. <laughs> uh, I also, you might recognize my voice for a couple of times as the character of Max on We're Live, the original series. Go Max! Uh, I listened back for the first time today to some of those parts and I was like, oh, no wonder nobody remembers that character. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's good to be part of the family and I'm happy to be here and this is going to be a lot of fun. So let's let's jump on in. Enough about me. Let's talk about the man yeah. himself. Oh, no, 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 no. And by the man himself. There is Shanti who is monitoring our audio levels at the same time, recording all this stuff and seeing all these things going on. It's a full crew in here today. Yeah, it's a very, nice very tight crew. Studio. So yeah, and myself, I'm Casey Whalen. I'm the writer and director for We're Alive. 
and I'm super excited to do this. And I will say, the, one of the first things I do want to address, and I think it's the thing that I think we need to talk about, is why this is different than Apartment 2C. Yeah. And yeah. what this is now. The difference is, you notice what we're in, the, in the environment we're in. Brian, would you go ahead and bring up Pro Tools so we can see a little yeah. bit of what, what is in store for us today? This, this show is going to be about We're Alive a little bit more in depth. Meaning that for the first time, you can see our session. You can see we'll be able to do some things inside of the We're Alive episode that we've never been able to do before, including some of the things that are kind of cut. We have a lot of little things uh, inside of here that we would not have access to over at Apartment 2C. And so, yeah, so it's a little bit more of an enhanced version. And we've gone and we have a much bigger staff running the show, too. Yeah, to me, I think what what apartment 2c was was like more of like a a, a really high level fan show like we were excited mm-hmm. and we're like we're just you know really just scratching the surface of we're alive and podcasting in general whereas i think you know we're alive archive is 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 going to get super in depth into we're alive mm-hmm. and but more like the background of how to how did you make a podcast that became as successful as we're alive is and this is like Especially if anyone's interested uh, in, in just like the backstory, this is like the director's commentary yeah, exactly. on a DVD. This is uh, a legit behind the scenes, straight from the horse's mouth of how Casey did this, and, and you know the team that it took to to to, to get. It. I mean, like this timeline here is this is actually intense. one of our this is our simplest because it's the first episode. Actually. Okay, well I'm a noob <laughs> and it looks intense to me. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot there's Dude, a lot in there. It's um, a basic. Basic so structure. yeah, I mean, but if we're all ready, I mean, do we have anything we want to cover ahead of we time? We already covered covered who everyone was, right? Yeah, yeah, who everyone is. Okay, so the next thing. So so for me, what I'm doing here in the show is I'm actually listening to this show before we actually record in this thing as we go. I have not listened to chapter yeah. two yet. I have not listened to any of the thing except for the stuff that I recorded years ago. So <laughs> and I, I barely remember that. So my reactions are going to be genuine and honest, much like yours are. So I'm the avatar of the people is kind of what I've kind of coined myself as. And you feel free to steal that if you want, or don't. I don't mind. <laughs> but uh, so That's a long nickname, dude. Avatar of the people. Yeah. Graham, avatar of the people, Bechdel. Dun dun dun. The first. First of his name. So yeah, so my reactions are going to be a lot of yours. You may find them the same. You may find them different. But if you find them different, definitely let us know. Find a way to uh, reach out to us via Patreon channels so we can have stuff to talk about with you too because you are more of a part of this than we are. We are yeah, doing you... this, but it's for your benefit and for your joy. So with what's, that said... Yeah, what's cool is we all get to live vicariously through your our first time listening like, like yeah. you are yes. right now. You're the We're Alive Virgin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? I mean, it's true. And, and we, we're going to break, alive. We're gonna break alive. Graham's cherry tonight. You almost called me James. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was thinking about James Stevie. Maybe. I don't know. If anyone's wondering where we're alive came from, very simply, it, I can kind of just root it back to a, it's a mix of a little bit of military experience, a little bit of sort of some of the things that I lived through overseas, put through other characters in a fictional environment there's zombies overseas yeah yeah but it's but it's more or less kind of fun adventure and i wanted to do something that was kind of like a little bit more like lost yeah but planned out a little bit more thoroughly and we and obviously throughout the course of this show not just this show but the we're alive archive the show we'll be able to get more in in depth into, into how you got started with that and like that's what i mean i find really interesting is like where were you sitting, like, in the <laughs> desert with, you I know... Was, I was in my bunk, actually, just, like, thinking, like, 
like zombie plans. And one of the things that came up was the Al-Rashid Hotel, which basically it was a hotel. They don't, I don't think they use it anymore, but back then in, when I was overseas in 2003, they would secure the bottom floor and then they just would house people inside of there. And unfortunately it got rocketed. So oh. lots of little things of, of, of what happened inside the story uh, kind of come from some weird parallels in real life. So I mean, that's pretty parallel right yeah that's, that's yeah. a pretty that's almost like oh well, spoiler that's... alert graham oh wait that, you, you just told him it was a spoiler this shit gets rocketed bro oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all right that doesn't say much that's okay that's all, all right. right i won't scratch that surface uh, not yet save that for an episode you see what i mean you see what i mean i know you did oh i can't help that so uh graham you have some questions that you have oh you got prelim questions yeah i did not know this oh fire, yeah fire away <laughs> graham, yeah. graham comes correct so these actually the, uh, this first question the main question that i have first of all is it actually ties into a lot of the things we we're talking about concept to reality and that is right in the beginning of the episode there's a monologue we'll hear in a second that talks a lot about military terms and terminology i have the original recording script here I and some of those terms i would like you if you don't mind because i'm not a military mind tony i know you've been doing a soldier on We're Alive and subsequent shows, but I don't know if you're necessarily military. Yeah, right? I play a lot of Call of Duty, bro. Okay, so so I have a couple of things that I would love for you to explain. First of all, there's the thing that says 365 boots on ground. It sounds very militaristic. Oh, I don't know what that okay. means. So, uh, but I hear that it's actually a tie-in to another project that you did before Real uh, Life. What, what do I have here in front of me? <laughs> it appears to be a DVD cover. Why, that might have been prepared ahead of time. No, <laughs> not at all. Dude, this this legit. I don't know that we've ever talked about this, but we did. I, I think it's it's one of those things that I haven't talked about much with since it like debuted in like two thousand five, six, six. I haven't really talked about you. It much. You actually got to see if you watched the Patreon video that Casey made. You actually got to see some clips from the documentary yeah. and you promoting the documentary because you were like a big star and like we're on Fox News and all this crazy. Yeah, back in the day, like I did that news circuit of like the soldiers' first perspective. Because nobody was doing, like, GoPros didn't exist back then. And to have a soldier, like, have a camera in their helmet, that was unheard of at yeah. the time. And so so it is Casey's experience. It's called Boots on the Ground, A Year in Iraq. It's Casey's documentary. It's super good. Can people still get this? Can Not really. I'm, I'm working on trying to get it on YouTube. There's one song that's holding up the license for it, for, for monetization. Okay. So Which song? It's the Amazing Grace one. But the problem is I can't go back to the edits to re-edit it. Do you want me to just re-sing it for you? Amazing. I would have to like recompile the footage. <laughs> it would be a pain in the butt. But anyway, no, that, that it, sounds... I might get to that point eventually. But it's one of those things. It's also standard def. So gold, it's like eh. the Golden Real Award, Tiburon Film Festival, Newport Beach Film Festival, Official Selection, Best Student Doc, Big Bear Film Festival, won some awards. Casey Whalen, yeah, very dude. cool documentary. So yeah, there you go. That's the three sixty five. But what is it? Does oh, it have so, a meaning? Okay, so yeah, so uh, so boots on ground. <laughs> it's the DVD, Graham. Oh, yeah. Pay attention. <laughs> It's the uh, first show. <laughs> boots on ground really is about like 365 boots on ground means that, well, back in the day that you had to be there for 365 days on their soil before your tour is up, basically. So uh, that's okay. the idea is 365 boots on ground was like, that's how long your tour should have been. Granted, that never actually was the case for most of them. They were going much longer than 365, sometimes a year and a half. Sometimes even even longer, uh, so it's even worse in some cases. Were you there for 365? I was. I was there for, weirdly enough, like I, my boots were on Iraqi soil for 366 days. Leap year? So Leap year. I got overtime by one day. No, not really. <laughs> they had to get you one day. <laughs> so, and then uh, the other one I wanted to know about was PFC. I'm, oh. I guess that's a rank. 
yeah, it's private first class. Uh, weirdly enough, actually, that line is cut. It's in the original script. It's actually, Michael actually says, I was a hard-charged PFC back then. Private first class. If oh. someone finds us and doesn't know what PFC means. I actually cut that because <laughs> it slowed at the beginning. And it was a little bit like, eh. So, I'm, I'm literally the guy he's talking to in the cut line. And now I had to go, I don't know what this means. <laughs> no, it makes total sense. No, but that was one of the things we, we cut out for various reasons. There's a whole bunch of different lines that were cut just to kind of get the momentum going in the beginning. Starting with narration, in hindsight, wasn't as a positive way of jumping into things. I learned that later on. But it's kind of a learning process. Is Yeah, you kind of... You have to start somewhere, so there's a lot of things to learn when, along the way. When you when you wrote this, you said it was a learning process. How many podcast? I mean, was this your first podcast or your first long narrative story that you had written at that point? Yeah, I've done. I mean, I did screenplays. I've done short stories. I, I can write fairly quickly, and it was it was a lot of fun to to write stories like you know scripts and such, but nothing to this degree. This was mm -hmm. huge. Mm -hmm. This was something that I was like, am I really? wanting to jump and bite off this much story at once when really it's it's a lot to handle. I mean, that's what's crazy to me is that you were so kind of new into the game. I know you said you were writing, but like for you to come out with this piece that was like had so many fleshed out <laughs> characters, so many characters. I like Well, that that's crazy. the thing is I was this is one of the first stories that I wrote after being deployed overseas, and I think one of the biggest reasons why I started out pretty well is because I started off on the right foot of like kind of spending a year analyzing what storytelling is and, and characters like I would watch people over there and that's where I got my inspiration was to see how people handle <clears throat> high stress situations because everyone thinks that they know how they're gonna handle it but actually when they're put into one that's when real things happen and I was I was blown away by how much humor and how much lightheartedness you put into areas of darkness like like worlds like this and overseas to try and get by. And I think that was a perspective that no one really covers well enough. And I thought, this would be perfect. I can use sound. I'm a good storyteller for audio. All the pieces were in this equation. And it's military, so I could speak from the heart in some ways. Cool. That's awesome. One more question before we jump in. And this has to do with the actual recording session, because I think some people actually want to know. Where this first chapter, and they may have been all three parts in the same place, but where was this recorded? Like, do you have a studio that you worked uh, out of? Or? Yeah, this is recorded at Chapman University. Okay. Uh, we, so you were there the whole the, since the very beginning. Yeah, since the very beginning. Oh, wow. um, so I, because I, I was it was before I even started working there. I was there actually as a student, and I was like, hey, can I use the stage? And they will let you an alumni use the facility still. And because I'm, you know, love taking care of the sound stage and stuff like that, they're like, sure, go right ahead. Cool. And, it actually kind of helps spur my uh, my employment there, I think, in some ways. That's awesome. I have no more them questions. I think I'm ready to go. You guys ready yeah, to Yeah, I it? think I'm ready, too. Let's, let's, let's cue this thing up. All right. Dun, 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 dun. We're going to be talking through this. So. Yeah, we'll kind of go back and forth a little bit here and there. Yeah. So if you want to listen to this fly. episode without us talking, it's on iTunes. Download it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have, so just so you know, so the live stream will have both the channels of all the audio of, of us talking and also we're live at the same time. But for our podcast channel, we'll have the talking on one ear and the listening session on the other. So you can mute us or listen to us exclusively. So you have a sort of mix if you want. Oh, Casey with the technology. You have control. <laughs> you know how to split audio <laughs> channels. What? All right, let's roll. It's all that real beautiful time. bean footage. I love this intro, dude. Yeah. You know what's funny, though? We're going to hear this intro a lot. 
why don't we stop the intro? Why don't we listen to the original? So that's not the original intro song. No, that's not the original intro song at all. We have it, so let's go ahead and bring it up. As a matter of fact, the announcer is different too. What? Uh, so this is the kind of stuff that why you watch We're Alive Archive. Go this ahead is... and solo and and uh, that track and uh, here you go, Tony. Let's see. I'm so excited. Oh yes. yes! How did I forget about this? I don't know. Dude. We're alive. Chapter one. It begins. Casey Wayu. <laughs> it's me. I know. It's me. It's so you. You know what's funny though? When I did this, I realized I did not come up with the name Story of Survival at that point. Mm. Oh really? Yeah, like I was like, oh yeah, because the months leading up to when this. Oh, and like even the the music is all all in here different. So we can go ahead and continue playing the rest of the episode now. I just thought that was kind of cool. Where did you get that song from? That's my sister. She did that. She kind of took. I know she took some samples from I think Garage Band, which is one one of the reasons why we replaced it later is because I was like, ah, I've heard this in like a couple other things. Let's get rid of it. Oh, oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why we redid the piano by itself. That's so yeah. weird that you forget that. We're yeah, no, it's uh, a story of... Yeah, Katie's, so Katie's is, version was in there for a while. This is Danny Hopkins. Yeah, this came along in season three. Who is the, uh, the announcer in this? This is Michael Swan. Michael Swan. Michael Swan. Michael Swan. Michael Swan. You put some respect on Michael Swan. <laughs> Part one of three. Oh, man, it's so He's good. He's got he, a voice on it. He came in, yeah. I think... Um, Written by Casey Whalen. two or three, and I'm like, dude, we're good now. <laughs> yeah. I, I was... The, like one of my favorite moments and the one of the things that I was most excited about was having Michael Swan say my name like I could not <laughs> wait to premiere sorry no no it makes I, total that's, sense that's, I was most excited about that as I recall the months leading up to when this so, began weren't much true this all music we've remastered you this returned chapter home earlier I that year from Arturo and Rock yeah. like because we were always I trying to redo it I spent 365 on like ground working with military kind of intelligence so. Our group came up with those playing cards you saw in the news. The 52 most wanted. The 52 most wanted. That was a hard charge PFC back then. So that as was we, the first that was a big deal back then. Those 52 cards were like yeah, yeah no, no, no that was a big thing. Sergeant, nothing scared me back then. I didn't fear death or what might be on the other side. If today was my last day, that was then, and this is now. I write I love, this. I love really this. I want to read, but for my own sanity. See, Maybe I, if I go over it again from the beginning, it might make me I think Mike... Me. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. I was go. like, I think it'd be really weird to have that intro with you doing the voice because Michael's character sounds so much like how Casey talks in <laughs> yeah. real life. I started my freshman year. That it'd be like, why is Michael doing the intro? <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. I remember the date as it was burned, burned in, my in my head. head. May 8th. You see? Dude, you see? You're freaking me out. <laughs> Michael, where are you going? Oh, uh, <laughs> Did you study for the quiz today? No, not really. Neither did I. Yeah, well, all right. So go ahead and stop for a second there. That was a new version of the student. We have the original student here. It's, uh, yeah, it's that one there. Um, guess who played the original student? Uh, you're, you? <laughs> close. He plays all the parts. Very close. Let's, let's see who it is. Oh, did you study for the quiz today? <laughs> no, oh. not really. Well, <laughs> neither did I. Yeah, well, all right. Hey, are you going to the Omega party this weekend? <laughs> so awesome. I thought you might want to go with uh, No, don't want to. But thanks, though. That's definitely the player. What, is it better to say, oh, okay, maybe well another time? 
Jeez, well, fine. You don't have to be such a jerk about it. I was direct. How's that being a jerk? Dude, straight up being yeah. a jerk. And yeah. also, so Blair. Yeah. That's yeah. Lizzie. Yeah. yeah, it's... uh. That, you almost really screwed yourself there. Well, no, we, we, we went back and took her out. Oh, wait, so she, this was, the that aired. That aired, yes. Yeah. But the thing is, back then, like, nobody was really tuning in, so we got to, like, swap out characters and no one noticed. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Um, so, like, back, they, back in the early days, there was not as many people. Dude, you could have left her in and had that been, like, a crazy plot twist. At the, mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> what? We went to college Lizzie and Michael in 2009, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lizzie? I don't know. I don't know who Lizzie is. Nah, that oh, was, that's true. <laughs> that would, yeah, Michael would have recognized her. It was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was one of those things where actually I, I didn't even want to have Blair cast at that time because I didn't want to like involve her in a production. I didn't want to involve a girlfriend in a production. Oh, mm -hmm. that's right. At yeah. that time, you guys were just boyfriend and girlfriend. No, we were like barely starting out at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's dangerous. You can't. Yeah, do you that. don't. You don't yeah. play with just that fire. In case. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't know. You Who never knows? know. Yeah, well, it panned out. So that panned out just fine. Knows? All right, let's keep rolling. Roll it. Hey, can I ask you, why Why was Michael you being such a jerk today? there? No, not That's, really. I have a theory about that that I'll talk about at the end yeah. of the episode. Well, right. Okay, I, I, we'll, we'll cover yeah. that. Hey, are you going to the Omega party this weekend? It's going to be so awesome, and I, I thought you might want to go with uh, me. No, don't want to. Thanks, though. Why not? What, is it better to say, oh, okay, okay yeah. maybe we'll another time? I know. Jeez, you don't have to be such a jerk about it. Nah, kick rocks, girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're done, um... Now that's add, me. Put your papers up here, and uh, you guys, you guys are free to go. Did you change the picture of your voice? What no. the hell? This is me. Did you hear that? You know, it's probably just the so that explosion the construction going pretty on close door. to now, real life. Please, just that's not construction. Come on, take it. It's almost exact. Yeah. I would hear that on a daily basis, hey. like hey. several times you know, a day. There's kind of American. I can almost. It's weird not hearing go. it now. It's honestly weird. I'll, I'll, I could still. <laughs> I remember seeing everyone gathered around the television. This is I James Maddox coming up, by the way, the guy attack who plays on the US soil. Oh, he was, uh, the host of Grayson's uh, game Nothing show. Nothing could have prepared me for what I saw. Oh, yeah. That was a yeah. good show. Grayson had a game show? Yeah. It was really good, too. Nice. Shout out to Grayson. It sounds like a, I mean, it does sound like a radio instead of a TV, obviously, because it, it's like muffled almost like it's on a CD. Yeah, that's one of the things where like we can, I kind of overemphasize some of those things sometimes to like make it so different than the normal voice to set it apart. Yeah. Like the fact that this voice is crushed a lot is really intentional. Like I do, that's just a little, it's a lot. Old school Nokia Hello? ringtone? Yep. Michael, it's Lieutenant Angel. Where are <laughs> Michael had I'm at school right now. Pocket. What's going on? Yeah. We need you to come to the unit right away. Is this about what's on the TV? I'm stuck in traffic, so I have no idea. I've just got a phone call from the commander, and now I'm calling you. Freaking angel. How long till you can get here? Uh, maybe 30 minutes, the but I don't know. Uh, I agree. I'll get to just get there People give me crap that actually I, I kind of made a mistake there, because uh, in some ways, he picks this Lieutenant Angel. You would say Lieutenant Tunudo, but... When I, he was introducing himself as a character, I couldn't have him say Tenuto. Like, hey, I needed him his first name, so... I what the hell do you want me to do? Yeah. He's not moving in front of me either. Yeah, I thought his last name was Angel. Like, yeah. as in, like, Sergeant Angel from damn. Hot Fuzz. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a... Yeah. One of those body drama things. Yeah. Jonathan Soul. <laughs> so, I got something special planned in here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Great, right before my exit. So when we get to 516, I swear we're going to listen to the scene that car. without his voiceover. Fine. Oh. 
till Michael comes up. You've heard the scene before many times. So he goes into it. I froze. Something inside me told me not to move. I love that noise. The group then moved past my car to the man honking behind me. Their bodies were lit and bruises, and their eyes were glazed over. The news made it sound like these were. So here it is. So this is the first appearance of the zombie. Oops. Was that the first? That's like the first encounter of the zombies in the show. That's yeah. the first time so, we hear them. It's the first time you hear them, and it's also uh, one of the interesting things about the scene. Also, is it chose to be in a car, which is where most people are going to be listening to this thing. So the mm -hmm. first attack is the first atmosphere that people are familiar with. Matter of fact, the crazy thing is, I've gotten tons of fan mail. Was like I was on the freeway in the spot that was the story was happening when I was listening to it, and I was like, perfect. perfect. That's cool. That's perfect. We're going to talk about geography in a little bit. Too. Yeah, yeah. No, I did some sleuthing oh, to try man. to figure out where we were. And, and uh, Casey has not confirmed nor denied if my theory is correct yet. So we're Oh, gonna, okay. I can't wait to talk about that. that. I love theories, bro. When we get there, when we get there. Ooh, I love a good conspiracy theory. <laughs> so your actual voice recording in 2009 at that. Oh, okay. So we got something pretty cool coming up. So let's, let's jump back into after the car accident. Doom, doom, doom. So this right here. That's the real code at the door. Oh, that's the real entry voice at the base. That's, yeah, that's the exact voice for the oh. little thing there. Because I went on location to record a whole bunch of sounds. Don't say where yet, though, because I'm going to guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll just say a base. Spoiled <laughs> Just got out of officer school. Oh, here comes Angel. Program Taylor turned men leaders. Sorry. I had more command Everyone hates him, apparently, in this room. I hate him. It's the worst. Angel. Where the hell is everyone else? I was told they were on their way. I keep calling the commander, but he's not picking up. Wait, is that his truck? No, it's just Saul. What the hell happened to you? You look pale. You didn't okay. see it? Now pay Did attention in here. Please tell me what the, the sound effects was? get more and more intense what as they go along. ran onto the freeway. See that shit? They tore that car apart like a tin can. Poor angry bastard. I actually cut I some kind of language in here too. What yeah. the hell There's are you a lot talking more about? Around. You have no idea what's going on. No, would somebody please explain to me? You're the one who called us in. Why don't you tell us? No one told me a thing. All they told me was to call my squad and get my ass down here right away. I heard about the rioters on the radio, but why the hell would they run under the freeway? Those were not rioters. They I attacked cut out the guy who was here. honking at me on the see. freeway. They weren't attacking him. They were eating him. He they, said they, they were, were fucking eating. Yeah, the, that was the original. They yeah. were it's not like you just said attacking them in their mouths. You want to play it again? It's, it, yeah, yeah, cut, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we cut out. And yeah, so it's uh, it's that one there. So I actually I cut it out and let's see how. Honking at me on the freeway. They weren't attacking him. They were eating him. Oh shit! Yeah, they were what? Yeah, so you could you could you could tell. They were big chunks. Go ahead and zoom in in their mouth to that spot and go ahead and extend it to the original. Just undo it if you don't mind when you're done. So hit yeah T and then pull it out and. Let's see what the original oh, one, one. Yeah, let's go to the right, yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's for sure a cut. Yeah, that's for sure a cut. Freeway. They weren't attacking him. They were fucking eating 
How, I, come, how come you cut that out? That being said, I like that line read by him. I like the, the way I, he I said liked it too. Him. There was too much swearing in the first episode. Like, I was very... This this episode has been edited the most because of things like that. Like, I don't want to turn people off. I would actually listen to reviews and be like, oh, somebody said there was too much swearing. So I cut it back and I didn't get any more reviews like that. So it's like mm -hmm. I was trying to adapt it to make it a little bit more receptive to people coming in. They'll accept the language of the be soldiers. Be able to cast a whiter net right Yeah, exactly. The this exactly. isn't a, a spoiler per se, but I want to ask this question anyway. In, the, mm -hmm. in future recordings, did you kind of go lenient, more lenient on that and let the swearing kind of flow a little more? Yeah, did I did. Or did you hold it to that kind of standard? Well, I think, I think actually as my myself as a writer I actually wrote more swearing in the beginning mm -hmm. as sort of like I not it in some ways it can be a crutch for a writer yeah sure. and I think that was sort of why I was doing it in different ways and then I learned that I didn't have to do it for everything and then I chose the moments more carefully for okay. that on. Cool. No, oh, I mean you, with with anything really like when when I was doing stand-up like it, and you'd hear comedians just like cuss every other word yeah it's like, it doesn't dude. it loses all purpose yeah it, it really when, when you save it and mm -hmm. you re like when you drop that fuck with purpose mm -hmm. it's yeah. like oh man that's yeah it's it's it, that's the hook yeah 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 and it's uh and that's it, you can have more funnier moments and yeah. that's why we kind of use it i like that moment though <laughs> I, you <laughs> know what after line. i heard it again i might like i might be like special edition eating. with yeah, saul saying yeah they weren't right they were i, I do plan eating. on i do plan on making one final version of these in the future, so I'll I probably... I think Saul's F-bomb needs to make a comeback. It'll come back. I'll put it back. Yeah, you heard it here first! Platinum I'll put edition. It back. I like it. I really like it. Only like, one change. It's that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's... Yeah. Only for Patreon people. <laughs> Let's hear it one more time for fun as we jump back in. We'll go from there. I want to hear you know, it one You want the curse again? Yeah, put the, yeah, put the curse back here. Bring Let's, the curse back. Bring you the can thunder, even solo Saul. it so we get all of, in all its glory of rawness. It was a good read. They weren't yeah. attacking him. They were fucking eating him. Yeah. Yeah. Patreon, bring him back <laughs> the fucks. <laughs> That's what you paid for. Go ahead and they tag were, that. I wasn't far behind Michael. They were taking big chunks and shoving them in their mouths. What? Why would they They were be like animals, and they sure as hell weren't like us anymore. Not with those eyes. Then what were they? Zombies. Come on, Saul. More sirens No joke, in. Sarge. What if they are? Think about it just for a second. Okay. The, the mental hospital is not too far from here. What if what you saw was just a breakout? We were probably brought in just to take them down. Oh, you didn't see them. What the hell do you know? Hey, don't talk to me that way. I hate I'm that line. I'm officer, and you're just still a lowly specialist. Hey, hey, easy, Angel. I got this. That right, that right there so made me hate Angel. Right lowly there. specialist? Yeah. You know as well as that shows exactly the kind of background that he's coming from. from. There's no way to get He was yeah. privileged. Hey, don't yeah. talk to me like that. I know he's a pain in the ass, and once he sees where Angel things, came from, he came from a lot of money. But right now, yeah. we can't. He came from a lot of money. So I just want to address this really quick, command, in just a second. And this this speech is part of it. The, the I know. speech where he's talking to I'm Saul sorry, about chain of command. You want to pause uh, it? Oh yeah 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 yeah. We can pause no, it. No no. Let it play for a second. Let oh play. yeah yeah okay. Yeah. Saul was a great soldier. Sure, he always spoke his mind, and it often got him in trouble. If he'd held his tongue, he would have outranked me by now. He came to our unit with the rank of specialist from Mountain Division. I guess he got tired of the cold weather. We served overseas together, and when we got back, he transferred to our unit. And he said something about the California girls calling to him. That whole speech about the Mountain Division, that's going to tie into something. I have predictions for future episodes. Okay, but I just okay. want to adjust it real quick. I, I don't personally believe necessarily that, that Michael thinks that. The, mountain, the cold is the reason he left the Mountain Division. So hopefully this will tie in. But I think there's something else going on. It has to do with Saul's lack of 
discipline and uh, a respect for authority, maybe. So uh, yeah, I think we'll see some illustrations of that in this episode alone. Yeah, yeah. definitely. We we talked about this a little bit before. Yeah, I think maybe there's a possible like insubordination issues in terms of that. Uh, like maybe because the mountain division. Oh may no, no, not no! You were been... saying you were saying that Michael was sort of like a hypocrite. In oh yeah, we haven't got part. we haven't oh, okay. got that word in the audio yet. But, oh, got it! Uh, I got it. Okay. But I want people to pay attention while they're listening to the words "chain of command" and his res- respect for it in just a second. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want to go on this a little bit. Sure. The girls calling to him. Still no answer. Oh. Well, the rest may be stuck in traffic trying to get here. So what do we do? I don't know. Let's just wait till they get here. Lieutenant, you think we can get into the arms room and at least get a few rifles in case something happens? We can't. Why not? Look, I I have the key to the door, but the commander has the combo for the alarms and the key for the arms racks. You know, we're... I think that was a European siren there. (laughs) He will know what to do. Stop paying attention to that. It's only there for one. That one was close. The way I see it, it's better safe than sorry. I say we open the door, clip the locks, and to hell with the alarm. I'll get the bolt cutters from the cage. Wait, I didn't Somebody's got a 50 cal in L.A. My instincts are a lot more field tested than your month out of officer candidate school. I just, I didn't have much back there. You're not playing ball. You're acting completely more small arms file, I think. What you're asking me to do could really get us into trouble. So that's what I wanted to mention right there. Uh, Michael makes it really clear to Saul that like we have a chain of command and Angel's the top of the chain of command and we have to follow what he says. Angel's orders were to wait for the commander and less than a minute after he says that chain of command speech, Michael has already circumvented Angel and has cracked open the arms room with the bolt cutters uh, coming up in just a he moment. He is, he so is, disrobe- uh, in some ways, actually, he is disobeying a direct order, but at this point, like he still is the operations officer, and he's his his mm-hmm. intuition of safety is a lot better than Angel's. So he yeah, in other ways, Michael has a lot of insubordination as well, and I think that both sure. of them. I think Michael and Saul and Angel. I think all three of them are insubordinate. Sure. I think they. I think they have the mix of what everyone kind of has the, the hybrid civilian mm-hmm. slash soldier that they have to be both and that's yeah. hard to balance well it also shows how much respect actually Saul has for Michael because Saul could have been like no I'm going to do what I want but Saul listens to what Michael says and goes you're right there's a chain of command and when Michael goes and d- disobeys Angel's order and goes above it Saul's right there with him I'm going to get those bolt cutters I'm right there yeah. with you so it's it's very clear Saul, even though so, well, Saul, and, and, uh, Saul and Michael serve together so they already have a built in trust sure yeah Right. Sure. So that also puts uh, Angel down. Uh, and this is something that I, I'm not a huge Angel fan. And most people, I'm a huge Angel fan like the baseball team, but not like Angel fan like the uh, the character. Because, you know, I don't know much about, again, the military, but like when you're in the officer school, they don't, don't do they not teach you a lot in terms of like how to be a soldier? Because there's some clear deficiencies. It's all like book smart though, right? It's, there's no like it's practical... More... It's more management. I mean, yes, they do teach you how to be a base soldier that you, mm-hmm. that you go through. If depend, there's two routes you can go through. One of them is an ROTC program through like a college, and it's like you're in that program for a long time. They actually have a lot of officers, and they're pretty good officers go through there. But then you have OTC is the other option, which is more active duty route, which means you go into a real quick course. As long as you have a degree, then you can kind of get pushed through. Depending on your MOS, meaning your job, 
they can push through people that are not qualified, especially medical field. And this is not a knock to the people that are, are no, military no, 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 no. or came from officer school. We're not talking about you. You Thank you no. for your service. We're talking about specifically Lieutenant Angel himself being an awful He's person. He's the only one that sucks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, in general, that is one of the aspects of the soldiers is they are, the perspective for me is that soldiers are real, which means they're people, which means you have soldiers that are really good at their job and soldiers that are really bad at their job. You have both extremes you really do cool that's what i want to mention about that yeah i like that yeah i like that's it. that's a good point i never thought about that graham thanks you act as if we're at war yeah. do you hear that out there that's exactly what it sounds like to me it does got him you ready yeah come on let's open her up i'll do that a lot I really get it. It's good music. You don't want to wait like five more minutes. <laughs> it's the separate. commander could just be around the corner. I don't want to wait for that. Look, listen, there's no point See? in arguing right there. Now. He does hate the commander. He does. He already says it, in case you're ever wondering. So, oh, yeah. On cages 12 and 14. Do they have backstory? Nervous. Is yeah, there oh, backstory yeah. between the commander oh, and Saul? Yeah. I just oh, yeah. Feeling does that, that probably that comes up later on? Shit? Uh, no, it doesn't I told come up later you that. on. It's just backstory. How long till they... Can you yeah. give us insight on that? Like, since it's not in the story, not a spoiler, is there anything you can kind of enlighten about that backstory to maybe help understand that? What all, all I will say is uh, I have a very particular person in mind. Oh, oh okay. For that, for that uh, reason. I didn't even put you um, on the spot there. So, uh, oh, so, so, oh, Casey so, Waylonated his commander. I, no, not me. You what heard it here, folks, about? Patreon. I've had lots of commanders, so that does not whittle it down at all, at least. Then Thank, let us Thankfully. Just, let's just know... <laughs> Which co what did this asshole commander do to you, Casey? We're not gonna go there. I will not. Casey, you've been out of the military for so long. See that? See, see those words over there? It's called an honorable discharge. <laughs> they can flip that honorable. Real quick. The key word. <laughs> no, no, no. Here. The key word is discharge. <laughs> it's over. Spill the beans. Okay. Well, no. Um, Casey you know what? It's all right. You know what? Yeah. Let's. The, I don't want to. No, the military is probably watching the Patreon live. Exactly. Exactly. We have a lot of military supporters. I don't want to defame anybody. So, and it, all right. honestly, honestly, I wouldn't run over any of my commanders in a vehicle. It was just an exaggeration. Spoiler alert, I, I listen, bro. I listen to that one. That's part of this chapter oh, okay. so we're fine. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> I mean, of course not. I just think uh it is funny that clearly Saul swerved. Yeah. There was there was a swerve yes. in the car. There was. All right. There is. We can Yeah, we can, we're Let's let's we, hear the swerve. Yeah, let's hear the swerve. I'm excited. That's that's, that's part 2. The alarm goes off. 2 minutes more or less. Got it. Good. I'll grab your rifle. Just get 14 oh, open. Oh, 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 oh. My rifle's number 17. When was the last time you oiled this thing? Just give it to me. 14's open. Load up two magazines. That's it? Yeah, yeah, we'll come back. I don't want to be here and loading magazines if or when someone responds to the alarm. <laughs> now you're worried. Head outside. Don't chamber around unless I say so. <laughs> How long did you say it had? I love this. Uh, I love this. It's real bad. For those who are wondering what's going on, uh, this is Blair, by the way. <laughs> Blair Whalen. The the voice you heard earlier in the in the show. Should I just wear a hat it? because it's really not going down? It's basically you're basically like trying to. Um, I know, but it's put, so it's funny, and Augie like, loves it. Too. You're like putting makeup on a bowling ball right now. It's <laughs> so just, yeah, it's Blair Blair is, Blair is trying to reduce the amount of solar it's energy that is so... shining off of Casey's head, <laughs> uh, and it's you know what? Oh, it you is know, better. it is better. It is better. Yeah, it is better. A hundred percent. Yeah, and we have a little a little. Uh, oh, what are you doing here? Okay. I'm just, I'm just getting the rest. Of Hey. Hey. hey! hey! Oh, are you gonna stay? Okay, cool. You're gonna stay down here. All right. <laughs>
We stood there watching the gate, waiting for someone to show up. After a minute or so, I started to think of what the consequences were for my actions. Did I jump the gun on this one? Would I get punished? Yes. Well, yes, you did. Thoughts of guilt and plea bargaining stopped once I heard the rumbling. What, yeah. are, what would be the consequences if he... if Court martial, um, possible jail time, a lot of things. So for just for Loss him... Loss of rank and grade. So if this wasn't a zombie outbreak, it was just a couple of things like he said, like this, maybe this is Oh yeah, thing. no, if you went and they got all the weapons and you were standing out there in formation with weapons with ammunition from the range, oh, you'd be in trouble. Even if you're being attacked by crazy hordes and you need some... No, 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 at that point, yes. But if it was a false alarm, oh, that's okay. what would have happened. Okay, Yeah. cool. So let's just mute the voices and the music from one from 11.08 to 11.46. Sounds good. Uh, a lot of stuff happening at the same time, so you'll be able to hear what's going on without the, music, without the voices and the music for, this, for the first, uh, first time. So, narration, narration. Rubble's coming. I'll be quiet. <laughs> There's one last one. I don't like the zombie just said. Oh, They're laughing. Yeah. Okay, so that's good. So now they're back inside the. Uh, the Angel, the give me your rifle. Thing. Let go, just let go of it. I'm gonna fix it, all right? All right. Hey, hey, look at Joe doesn't know how to fix his own rifle. Dude, that, exactly. Like, that's crazy, bro. You know what's funny? A lot of people, I know a lot of people who were like, How the hell are there so many? So fast. Those are what you saw on the like, freeway? That's funny. Yeah, there were only like seven of them. That was like a hundred. How the hell are we gonna get out of here? Take it easy, Saul. There's no need to get worked up. What do you mean, no need? What are we gonna do? Oh shit. Oh shit. I gotta call my girl. Tell her that. Mine's busy, dude. I'm surprised it's even working. No. Here, here. The Let me try. In this episode, some of the sound effects. And I might be misusing that word. But but yeah, no, this right is. Now. Why don't you just take a seat? Some of these are fully, some of them are hard I knew effects. Getting into the vault was a mistake. You wouldn't listen. I'm the officer here. Oh, fuck you, sir. Okay, if Michael hadn't, you wouldn't be here right now. I'd love to see you try and open the door while those things are chasing you down. I saw how fast you were with your rifle. You about shit your pants. Don't you get it? They came because we opened it. They heard the alarm. We don't know that for sure. Maybe they just followed the road, or, or maybe- Think about it. You said they attacked the guy in the car behind you because he was honking. They must be attracted to loud sound. <laughs> so, you can understand them all of a sudden, huh? Well, maybe now you can step outside, He's you know, right. talk to so them. He has a first, his first moment of, maybe oh, I got it. Hey, it's enough, it's enough, Saul. He's gonna ride this. He's still like punk, though. What? Yeah. No, no. It makes perfect sense. Why else would they come in here in such numbers and directly here? I caused them to come. You were right too. If that makes any difference. How so? One of those things that came over the fence. I swear, one of them looked like the commander. Serious? No one else was coming. Serious? Well, Maybe I can run no over. No what we did. <laughs> the longer we waited, the less time we would have had to prepare. Prepare? Prepare for what? Angel, how long until we you We foleyed every footstep in this one. Not sure exactly. And we didn't uh, do that hour every episode Why? after this. Once it goes silent, uh, they should go so away. Long. And then we can get the hell out of Dodge. It took so much time. Because right. we did every but then person. 
the entire. We don't even know what they are. I told you, man. You know what, specialist? I. Wait, 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 easy, both of you. He may be right. There's a lot of work. Maybe not exactly zombies, but there are similarities. No, not you too. Hey, military intelligence is my job. It's what I'm good at. You know, I've I've encountered different tribes on my deployment, and the key to managing these situations is to know who you're dealing with. True. Military intelligence. I am the one who figured out about the sound thing. Yeah, well, this is yeah. right where I started to hate Angel the most. Right here, <laughs> the fact that he makes one good decision and he's like, "I made that decision. That means I'm awesome." Screw you, Angel. Screw you. Everyone has a right to hate you, and I'm one of them. Call me the, <laughs> an, the, the He Man Angel Hating Club because I do not like that man. I'm so Off excited Angel. that Graham is so passionate about hating Angel because now I'm not the most passionate yeah. about hating Angel. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't even hate him that much. Oh, so. I hate him. He's like, oh, I got an idea right. And now I'm better than you. And also, your job in the military sucks because military intelligence, which by the way is a very important job, mm -hmm. he just shits on for no important reason whatsoever. That's a, that, nobody who does that. Yeah, who does that? I mean, I realize that he's actually a little bit maybe miffed because he, his chain of command got usurped, possibly. Oh, good a, use of miffed. Thank you. <laughs> but it's a public affairs officer. What do you expect? <sighs> Damn. It's all of them. No, not all of them. I, uh, no, not no, all of them. Not all of them. I don't. I make no blanket regards, but he, his job, yeah. He's a pretentious asshole. That's yeah. what he is. And I, I, the later hearing that I've heard about it so far in the last couple episodes coming up next has not changed my mind in that whatsoever. <laughs> not one bit. All right, that's my thoughts on that. I'm with you. <laughs> I understand. Military intelligence. I am the one who figured out about the sound thing. Yeah. Well, none of that matters now. What else do we know? <laughs> We know they go after people. They sure as hell aren't no slow-moving zombies either. That's so they're zombies. quicker than us. Got some strength too. These are not they George Romero zombies that move. Well, Headshots seem to drop them like stones. Yeah. Is that all we know? Yeah. Well, the rest would just be assumptions based on what we've seen in movies. I still don't believe this. Are you listening to what you're saying? Zombies? I mean, the dead rising. Who said they were dead? Whatever. What would you have me do? We're dealing with something we've never come close to. First of all, good call out the fact that you acknowledge that there are zombie movies out there. That's kind of a nice Yeah, I, you, if, you, if you don't if you acknowledge them and they don't exist in this world, then it's, what yeah. world do you live in? But like, like it's yeah, kinda, everything they you know. said essentially is, but I like the fact that they didn't go, oh, well, clearly for a zombie outbreak, you have to, you know, hit them in the head and do this thing mm -hmm. because I saw it in well, Dawn of the Dead. They're, they're saying, this is the stuff that we empirically know based on the stuff that we've already done in this world. Also, everything else could be true, yeah. but not potentially true because it's a zombie movie thing. So that's a cool little bit of writing, that little drop list. I like that a lot, Casey. Thank you. Man. Yeah, no, well, that was also a way to also establish the rules versus what other rules are established, you know? Because mm -hmm. it's what, what, what else exists out there versus what we have created. You know, we have to make sure we differentiate between the two. Right have me do we're dealing with something we've never come close to experiencing before all i'm trying to do is reason some way through this something they aren't able to do now who's being presumptuous how can you be sure that they can't reason because we left the key in the door shit <laughs> that's a big Boom moment roasted all right if we're gonna yeah. make it through this and i have every intention of doing so we're gonna have to stick together and use our heads who left the key in the door 
Angel? Whoa. Yeah. Of course he <laughs> did, bro. And I think. I don't remember who did. It was Angel. Angel has the keys to it get into the room. It could have been Michael, because I think he says, because I left the keys in the door. Because we left the keys in the door um, like we. Yeah. He did say <laughs> we. No, it was like a poignant we. Like. Oh, is it that periscope? They can't hear that. Us. That yes. door is about a foot thick in the wall. That was one of those little meta sounds like it's way over exaggerated. Give it time. They. They could move on. All right, well. That, that becomes angel. Say like they clear out enough for us to get through. Yeah. Just wait. Where do we go? We couldn't just stay here and defend this place? No, they're able to climb over the walls and come from any direction around the base. Mm -hmm. Not to mention every building has like four or five entrances. There's only three of us. You need some place like a prison. prison. Good idea, but not the best prison. place for living. Well, we would be able to control the area pretty easily. It's a lot I could of, probably get by in a cell. I know you could too. This isn't just about us. It's not. Look, hang on one second on that one too. That's another thing I want to talk about. This the cell bit. So Angel says, "I know I could get by in a cell, and I know that you can too." And he's talking to Michael. There's three of them there. How can he say that he doesn't say we can get by in a cell? Because if he's talking about the military in terms of like we can get by in harsh conditions, mm -hmm. he would have included all of them. He doesn't include Saul in that thing. So that tells me one of two things. One. Angel and Michael have some kind of previous past with uh, a potential jail session, but I don't think they have that kind of past. I don't think that's it. Another thing you cued me into before we started recording the fact is that Saul is of a different race mm -hmm. than Michael and Angel. I think there's a little bit of subtle racism in there. And uh, that, that I, I think true. that's a straight dig on, on Angel and Saul straight off the top. Damn, Graham that's a is little... bringing the heat. But it's, it's, it's that yeah, relationship it's... between Angel and Saul that, that will, I think affect there, things that happen down the road in a bad, bad way. He could be making a, an assumption about Saul. Yeah, that could be a thing. Look, there are a lot of people out there who are where we are now, locking themselves in some safe place, waiting things out, hoping that someone is going to come rescue them. That's not going to happen. But we know that's not going to happen. <laughs> At least not with our it's like unit. you wrote it. <laughs> there are no active military stations around here, and there's a lot of people out there that need our help. Don't you feel a little responsible to them? Nope, not at all. Right there, right there. So you can keep going. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> My girlfriend's apartment building. See now. Ha, yeah, I'm, I'm with right you though on that. Go one. Out with yeah. a bang. That's not what I. Saul doesn't care about anybody. Michael, it's perfect. One hey. main lobby with hey. a small stairwell. We could turn off the elevators. That gives us a very small area to contain as the entrance. We could manage it with three people. Best of all, the parking garage has a security gate that we can seal off from anyone getting in. That could work. Plenty of space for any other survivors, not to mention the amount of supplies throughout the building. Given that we could make it there in one piece. It's not too far from here. It'll work. Depending so on how long we're going to hold up, it will last about. us. This could just be a, a local they're, effort. They're like very key no, on given it the because growth, uh, I really doubt it. the complex how has a security gate. But yet we've build. talked about earlier like the roads are probably jammed with broken down how cars the zombies and can go through fences. Take one of the Humvees. Slow them down. Too far with the steering yeah, that's all they need to do in five time. You only be okay. able to turn like halfway. Then clip the lock with the bolt cutters. <laughs> so we run out of here, fight through zombies that are. Let me check. Yep, still outside the door, carrying ammo, rifles, and bolt cutters all the way to the motor pool, being chased by the things that we know are faster and stronger than us and want to eat us. Yep, sounds about right. Hey, as long as I get the saw, I'm in. That's the one. It's fine. <laughs> we'll need an automatic weapon anyway. Angel and I can okay, carry an extra okay. rifle, but any more would really slow us down. 
thank you for clarifying Here. that. Yeah, so Michael explains it's an automatic Do weapon with really his follow-up line. Wear uniforms? Yeah. You wear this, the people will know who you are and won't think twice about coming with you. There's a lot that this uniform represents that we will need out there. That's a hey, very good right, point so come on, someone come I hate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we can do this. Yeah, that point is a big thing. Uh, and that's the end of the episode right there. Yeah. That point is a big, like... Because it's all about perception of how people see you. And if you can have a, a perception already instilled in them of, like, oh, you're safe, that's a huge... Like, you buy yourself a lot of time out there in the field. Mm -hmm. It's one of the reasons why soldiers wear uniforms. You know, it's so they're easily identifiable which side that they're on. So... Saul, Saul does a really cool thing in that, that last list. Just to touch on that really bit. First of all, I like the. It's almost like an homage to Blues Brothers. Of like, <laughs> it's three a.m. It's cold. It's dark. We're wearing sunglasses. Hit <laughs> yeah. it. But I like the, clearly as a listener, I'm like, oh, Saul's gonna poo-poo this. Like Saul's not gonna go along with it. He's making some good points. And he goes, as long as I get a gun, let's go. I'm like, oh, yeah, I as long as I get, as long as I get the best gun, <laughs> then I'm good. It's well, I think it's the... because Michael signs off on it. Like yeah. Michael's the one that's like, yeah, that's what we're doing. The, the, yeah. What else, what else can we do at this yeah. point? I think I think Saul also picks that up at the same time. Michael's clearly the leader of this group. Yeah. Clearly. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. It, it, regardless of rank, right? It rank is out matter. the window at yeah. this point. The chain of command is out the window at this point. It Michael is. runs it, this group. No, Michael is stepping on Angel considerably here. But he's also working with him a little bit. I mean, he's not completely taking over, but he's still, you know, taking charge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One thing that I, after listening to this first part, and especially listening on future stuff, and I'll definitely hit this on the nail on the head a little bit more later on. Uh, I, I really think that Michael has a big disrespect for, for women in general. And I think we <laughs> first see that right in the beginning with that student. I think he doesn't like women. I really do. He's, he's okay. got a little misogynist bone in him. It's not like that. That's hey. honestly the the perspective of uh, from the first episode that Graham is saying is something that I heard have heard before. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Let's see if that continues. Let's see if that... I mean he was super rude to that girl for he absolutely was. no she reason. She was flirting with him, true, but she was also just being nice and inviting him to a party. And he's just like, I don't have time. But for you know you. what? Maybe Casey or maybe uh, Michael's just got it like that, and he's like, ah, you, you know, or or I get he's had a so history often. with that person, but he doesn't address her by name. No. She dresses in by name. He says, hey, Michael. Right, right but she, he doesn't respond to that. Like That tells me like he doesn't care about that girl at all. Luke like, Graham, even maybe yeah, she point. was a chicken head and she just needed to get put in place, all right? Okay. <laughs> or maybe he's an asshole. That's you Tony Ray. At... <laughs> Michael, like, like I said, definitely, I think, has a little bit of misogynist, but is... Uh, he's a strong That's character. super interesting, though. I didn't even think about it like that, but actually, now that... Because I've actually, obviously, have listened to this whole series... You might be on to something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, <laughs> like, I'm literally, gonna Mike might really not like women. I'm hoping that I'm he's wrong, got, but... He's got other issues, but that's just my opinion. And also, like, there definitely seems to be not, like, a... Um, like, the, the chain of command thing was one thing, but, like, everyone kind of switches in terms of their alignment. I don't know if you guys have ever played, like, tabletop games, but there's, like, neutral good and, and lawful good, and nobody really is perfect, obviously, yeah. because that's the way the characters are written. But it really seems to switch. Like at one point, you're like, I'm rooting for this person, and they do something really awful, and then I'm like, oh, I can't root for that person. The only person that's consistent in this show is Angel, and I consistently hate him. <laughs> you and everyone else, dude. That guy. So that's my thoughts after episode one. I will hand it back to you, Graham. You I'm really, I'm really enjoying getting your fresh yeah. perspective. Actually. No, it's it's actually like, this it's is a really great, cool. It's a great element, and also bye um, Blair, bye Audrey. Bye. They are leaving the room Thanks. for those. Uh, Oh, he's oh, got he the makeup in his eye. Right in his eyeballs. Uh, I was trying to make him wave. 
For those listening on iTunes, it's just a baby being super cute. Yeah, super cute. I mean, if you want to see the baby, you got to be a patron. Otherwise, oh. you just hear the gaga goo goo noises. That's and uh, there is a certain tier where you don't have to watch it live. You can watch it later on in high definition because we're recording them. HD. Yeah. So yeah. you can probably see the, the screen that you're not able to see on the editor. You'll be able to see in there. One of the reasons why you guys picked me as the We're Alive Archivist is my thoroughness. And, and I don't know if you see detail. this, but this is my notes here. I've got oh, four yeah. pages of just sit down notes oh, bro. to the point yeah go and switch uh, switch the cam so you can see kind of what's going on but there's stuff I didn't even say in this channel that I might make these notes Dude, available you have, to people you have but column, you took better notes for this podcast than I did for chemistry uh, part of that is Shanti, <laughs> part of that is Shanti and her, her awesome format that she gave me but I definitely took a lot of notes Shanti's a great producer Shanti me, is a great producer dude yeah. like let's, let's straight up, up yes, yes. she's so on yes. top of things so, uh, yeah, th th necessary. If, you, necessary. if you have a thought yes. and a question, chances are good I probably echoed <laughs> here and I just you stifled my thought for this episode because I don't want to take, make this six hours long. Yeah. Yeah, so let's uh, let's go ahead and take, yeah, some, take a quick break. Let's take some fan. Uh, well, let's take some fan questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let's take some fan questions here. So our first question is from Tyler Pellet. How did you first go about casting actors for the show? What was the approach there? And how did you come to choose the voices of our survivors after getting interested talent? Um, I'll tell you how I got casted. Yeah, how did you get casted? I became friends with Blair. Yep. And then I became <laughs> friends with Casey. I was like, yo, dog, I like that show you produce. Let me get in that. No, you were just like, I like We're Alive. And I'm like, oh, really? And then I was like, would you want to be in it? And you're like, yes. Yeah, I was so excited. No, he he, he did ask. I, I would never ask. But he asked me, and I was like, yes. I was so excited. I had no idea. Well, that, that was, okay, so your role was actually small at first. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, I knew that I was going to have four, or like a group of soldiers that was going to uh, do something. Yeah. Um, and I, I won't say anything more than that, not spoil for Blair. Or for Graham, excuse me. <laughs> for, yeah, don't spoil it for Blair. She, yes. She doesn't want um, to so. So, so that was, I mean, I would bring in friends for smaller roles because I wouldn't even really audition them. But for everybody else, um, like especially the first one, like when we're getting all the main characters, uh, we had a massive, massive casting session. Um, and I'm trying to find... How long did that last? It was like all day. It's a... <laughs> but <laughs> how long did it take to find all of your characters? I mean, it all seemed day. like you knocked them out. You found it in one day? I kid you not. This was like a magical casting session mm -hmm. where literally, I mean, the only people we did not get on the first day was like maybe a couple, but like, uh, I kid you not, we got like Bill, Michael, Saul, Angel, Bert, Datu, Riley. Uh, Pegs was actually cast from, uh, we had some read that day, but they, she was a call-in. Um, and I think maybe like one or two other roles. I don't know half those like, names. That's cool. All those people are like one day, and it was just amazing how many. Because the other thing that we did that not a lot of people do is, um, I brought in people, and then I had them swap roles, and I had them come back out. I had them go read for another role and come back in and read that one. Uh, Nate G's wrote for, uh, uh, read for Michael, thinking that oh, he was man, a better Michael be than Saul, dramatic. and it was like. No, it was, he was a much better soul. So it's like, and finding the people who are like best compatible. It was like a compatibility test at the same time. So it was an experiment in the beginning to see what kind of worked and what didn't. And we were very, very lucky. That's cool. insane, dude. Awesome. Uh, and so in the future, though, how we get people is we would post things online, call people in now, do uh, casting editions that way. 
uh, based off voice talent, record them, and then do callbacks and stuff. So it's actually gotten harder to be cast and more live as we've gone on. Well, people, do people have an opportunity to get cast in? Yeah, too? we will. Uh, if we post casting notices on our website. Uh, so keep a lookout for any future postings, but they will always be on social media if we're looking out. Yeah, keep a lookout. Yeah, but we we They're post coming. there, and it's like if you miss them, you miss them. It's yeah. coming. Keep a lookout. All right, I'm back for the microphone. Uh, back for a bit. <laughs> Joshua Kaiser has a few smaller questions. Uh, what was Michael's major in college? Good question. Ooh, not good women's studies. Question. That's for sure. Yeah, this one was like we glazed over. Not women's studies. <laughs> oh god, that's so good. Dude. I'm never gonna get this Um You never know what. Maybe you what. Uh, every 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 review we do of these, the many that we do, apparently, from far from to see the. This that has never come up, but now I'm guessing kinesiology. Now it's now it's forever ingrained. Um, <laughs> and I believe actually Michael's major in college was some sort of political science major. Yeah, sense. that I think. makes sense. Um, I think it wasn't really all that defined. I don't think he actually even had too much declare. Like he was okay, but he didn't. He wasn't a really big college guy. Uh, his second smaller question was: What did Saul do when he wasn't serving in the reserves? Uh, he actually came from active duty, so he hasn't really had a lot of time out of reserves. He actually tra transferred recently to California. Um, he's he's hanging out with his lady. I'm guessing he's a DJ. Yeah. Wedding DJ. A wedding DJ? Yeah. A wedding DJ? No. Yeah, drop notes. <laughs> no. Saul, Saul came from Mountain Division very recently. Um, I doubt he has... He doesn't have really a lot of hobbies. He's just kind of like a hangout, play video games kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Very. He's a very big game-oriented, so... Um, maybe games would be a thing because he does play games and programmer. The... Yeah, games. I don't think it's a programmer. Sure. But he plays is games. He has that one more question, him. but I don't know how spoilery it may or may not be. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, I got it right here. Uh, Let's the room. Save that one for another episode. For yeah, all right. Joshua Kaiser that would definitely that be a gram later. Yeah. Okay. Right. Tony Hind Hind again. I'm sorry. Uh, asks. During episode one, just before the outbreak, when Michael is still in school and is chatting with a fellow student, she sounds an awful lot like Samantha. Was that her, or is her voice just really similar? There is a Samantha voice in there somewhere. I don't know where I used her, though. But she is, I, I know in some capacity, I think I put her in the background somewhere. Um, but no, that is not uh, Samantha. That is actually uh, Angel's real-life Shane's cousin uh, in real life. Oh. She's more of a Miranda anyway. Maybe even borderline Carrie. <laughs> I can see that. Miranda or Carrie. <laughs> or you just stuck on Miranda Kerr and you couldn't... I, I can't remember the fourth Sex in the City. <laughs> Charlotte. Ah. Don't you judge me. <laughs> oh, I'm so judging Don't you. Don't you judge hey, me. Yeah, I know every every character in, like, Gilmore Girls, so yeah, we all, all have right. our... Next question. <laughs> sure. Instagram user Brit Brat. Is yeah. that cool name? Brit Brat. It's a great uh, name. Asks, if you could go back and add or change one thing to Chapter 1, what would that be? I'd start with uh, Faster Pace. I think I would start with action and then roll back to the beginning um, hmm. to grab people at the at the introduction rather than jumping into a uh, narration no that's a yeah 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 you know I do that with lockdown I could see that yeah I, I started with a jump right in the scene with the cold open 
and uh, just jumping right into the the action. Gold Rush does similar things. And if we meet a certain tier, we'll read the first scene. Ooh, get yeah. at that tier. Tier. It's a, dude. Gold Rush. T I E R, not T E. Oh yeah. Gold Rush is. Oh yeah. Money. It's it's so it's much fun. Gold. I'm it's like good. I'm like, why can't we start it yet? Can can it's someone good. just give us all the money that we need to get it done and just do it? It's yes. good. A large group of people. We're still. We're still. <laughs> Uh, in terms of news and updates, we're still working on Gold Rush funding. Who knows? By the time you see this, that might have been taken care of. Those those questions were great. Those are good questions, and that's why I love doing fan questions. Yes, yes, very much so. So let's uh, we're gonna go ahead, and we'll see you guys next time. Uh, this is the end of part one. We'll see you for part two, where we cover the next part of We're Alive. I said part along a lot of times, but. Uh, Oh, well. This is what the We're Alive Archive is all about. We're diving deep. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? We're, We're getting real deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got some really cool stuff coming up. We'll see you next time. Adios. Adios. Oh, man. <laughs> wah, wah. Cut that out. <laughs> I got to resign. Right. <laughs> I wasn't far behind Michael. They were taking big chunks and shoving them in their mouths. What? Why would they They were like animals, and they sure as hell weren't like at us any- My parents live in Northern California, you know, um, outside San Luis Obispo. You? It's just me and my girlfriend and I. It's just my girlfriend and I. I'll take it back to the top of the page. Should we turn the page now? Yeah. So we got 15, 16, 17. Okay. On the same page. Get it? On the same page. A lot of jokes, not all of them funny.